Do we want to save the uh, pressing question of the uh, shower towel thing uh, for the beginning or the end of this conversation? I must admit, I, like Chris, am somewhat curious, and I'll tell you why, George, because on Friday you seem to kind of blow it off. But well, then, I didn't blow it off. She blew it off. Like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm just telling you, she didn't open the box on Friday. Okay. Well, then, over the weekend, I got a, um, a message on Instagram from one at UNEEQ underscore, Laura Romo herself, saying, wow, this towel is bomb AF. So now I have Lindsay who loves the towel. I have Laura who loves the towel. Now the question is, does Kelly Sedano love the well, towel? I, I don't know if she loved the towel. She did use it today. I did see it, but I didn't ask her if she loved it or not. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. You are home today, correct? I, I am, but she's not right now. So, Was she going to be here before 7 p.m. tonight? Uh, probably not. She's out with the kids. Somewhere, oh, I really so. want to talk to her. <laughs> yeah, she's not home today. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, they're doing like a friendsgiving with like the uh, like her PTA mom friends and the yeah, kids. Yeah. So they uh, they're out. They're not yeah. even here. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll just tweet her. Uh, you, you, perhaps she. I mean, I would imagine she'd be busy, but you could tweet her. Yeah, if you'd like. I mean, thus far, I'm a hundred percent between. I mean, I'm Lindsay. sure she loved it if she wore it. I yeah. would imagine she was fine with it. I mean, I, between Lindsay and Laura, I'm a hundred percent. I have not heard back yet from the boss lady, though. She's on vacation. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, Amanda's you're not out on vacation. Yeah, yeah, she's on vacay. Zero chance that's going to mm-hmm. happen, actually. Yeah. All right. Well, so far, I'm um, feeling pretty good. I'm two for two. So let me ask you this. While yeah. I was uh, doing USC and UCLA, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about later, um, you were watching a cover band? Okay, hold on. Just to be clear, I want to make sure everybody understands something. A cover band is, some, is, a, is a group of people who get together and play songs from other bands that they like Mm -hmm. however there is a difference in category here in the genre of tribute band okay okay. tribute band is where they attempt to look like the band okay they sound like the band they play every song in their collection so i have a friend uh george who has a band called the foos fighters right and they're current right they're currently starring in a show on e called clash of the cover bands it's a jimmy fallon produced show wait a second you just called it a tribute band and they called the show it's a you just said it's a cover band now no which i is personally do not like what jimmy named the show but i'm just telling you that this is a tribute band called the foos fighters okay and they annihilated saturday night i was yeah. there to watch it have a great time so while they you crushed. were calling usc ucla yeah. i was busy watching my daughter play a soccer game my next daughter play a field hockey game and then right into a foos fighters show yeah. And there you were, working, grinding, calling yeah. the game. I was listening. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Whether you listen in between travel to the soccer game, the uh, uh, the field hockey game, and then the Foos Fighters. Right. That's right. I was listening. And by the way, what a game you had a chance to call. Yeah. USC versus UCLA. Lots Did these points. two teams do a play-by-play guy a favor by scoring 100 points together or what? Yeah, yeah, they definitely did that. I don't think there's any question. I, it's so funny because it was the opposite. I guess we could talk about it now a little bit because uh, I do want to get into this Lakers thing with LeBron. But the it, it was the complete opposite of what I expected, to be frank with you, because I expected both teams to run the ball. Um, I think because, well, UCLA, because they run the ball really well, uh, but they were down one running back. Britton Brown did not uh, play very much if he played at all. In that particular game, he was dinged up. Uh, Zach Charbonnet played. Keegan Logan played. Um, and then Ethan Fernand got in the game late and scored a touchdown. But 
they um you know UCLA has been a very ground control type of team even their quarterback Dorian Thompson Robinson runs the ball a lot and that was not the case they came out slinging it from the get-go <laughs> so much so that UCLA and Dorian Thompson Robinson threw two picks to start the game on their mm-hmm. first two drives first two passes he was 0 of 2 or maybe 2 of 2 but to the other team uh, and I was like, oh, boy. I mean, there were three straight turnovers, like literally, like three straight plays of turnovers in that game. So I, I didn't know what to expect, but I didn't expect 100 points or whatever between them almost and over 1,000 total yards, that's for sure. Yeah, 62-33. Uh, to 33. You're a play-by-play guy. I don't know how it was at the end, George, but when you're walking out of the Coliseum, did you have a pretty tiring. good lather going? Yeah, it was tiring. Yeah. Yeah, well, so. you know what was awful was I, um, I, my throat was really dry. I don't know if it was because it was super hazy uh, downtown or whatever. I mean, maybe that has something to do with it. I'm also an allergy person. Like, I get allergies. Like, I get, you know, seasonal allergies and things like that. So maybe that was it. But it was, it, at the, by the end, I was pounding waters the whole game because my throat <laughs> just kept getting dry. Um, and with all the action, that probably didn't help, to be yeah. honest with you. Did I see also, I saw one of your tweets, um, that Max Starks, check me on this, Yeah, the former Super Bowl champion Steeler. offensive lineman yeah. of the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm was your color commentator, yeah. and I love Max Starks. Um, many years ago at a Super Bowl, I stole his Super Bowl ring. Oh, he, okay. He gave it to me. I was interviewing him, and I said, hey, let me see that ring. He took it off, gave it to me. I put it underneath the table to see if when the interview was over, he would remember. He got up, walked around. About two hours later, came back and went, guys, I lost my Super Bowl ring. Has anybody seen it? I was like, got it right here on my thumb. It's like three sizes too big, but here you go, big fella. Right. Great guy, Max Starks. Love that guy. Really, really kind fellow. Almost went to USC. He ended up going to Florida, um, but he almost went to USC. He, he was down to USC in Florida. He had, Both his uncles went to USC and played football. Uh, Bruder, I believe, is the, the last names. Um, and, you know, he's got tons of family here in L.A., um, so he, he almost went to USC. It would have been great for USC, although that was, the, that was pre-Pete Carroll. Um, although he did end up going for, to Ron Zook, but did win with uh, Urban Meyer, I guess, later. But, yeah, almost went to USC, so he's very familiar with the USC program uh, because tons of his family went there. But, yeah, it was, uh, it was fun to work with him, and it was a fun game unless you're a USC fan. Not so fun. Yeah, I mean, listen, you think about the way this USC season is just limping to a finish, right? Four and six, three and five inside the conference. UCLA's respectable, seven and four, five and three inside the conference. And you think back to the early part of the season when you and I were going back and forth about the firing of Clay Helton and the loss to Stanford. As you get to this point of the year, Stanford got smoked this weekend by Cal, 41 to 11. And Stanford is a very unimpressive three and eight on the year. So just the way things kind of worked out from the beginning to where we are today, pretty incredible. And great job, George. I enjoyed listening to that. And I, hopefully today, You'll give me an opportunity to listen on the air to some of your calls, and we can all just sit here and tell you either how great we think you are, you know or we can pick I you hate. apart. We can you just completely critique that. you. Yeah, you know how much I hate that. But uh, <laughs> we, we, may have, we may find a spot for it if you really want. Yeah, Laura's already telling me we yep. have some. We, I'm we got sure we some. have plenty. We um, got it. There, there were, uh, you know, again, we could do it later. Let, let's talk about LeBron here, who just got suspended yeah. for a game. Which um, I can't believe. I mean, come on. They're really? playing the Knicks. To, well, listen, I expected him to be suspended. But I didn't think the suspension would come down till Wednesday under the assumption that the NBA would want LeBron to play the Knicks in Madison Square Garden. I mean, yeah, but you can't, like, just blatantly do that. You know, it just is what it is on the schedule. But you, I, I kind of thought they were going to do that. Did you expect – one game seems in line um, with what I expected anyway. Like, I didn't think he was going to get more than that. Did you? 
Um, I could have seen it where the NBA could have chosen to say, you know what, this was intentional. Um, it's not part of his personality profile. I think Anthony Davis said it really well after the game. He's not known around the league as being a dirty player. This was a dirty play, in my opinion. And um, I could have seen the NBA suspending him for two games, but I'm really surprised that they didn't suspend the dude from Detroit, who, by the way, prior to yesterday, I've never heard of the guy. I mean, I had to literally look him up. I had to find out where he went to school, how many years he's been in the NBA. And I'm surprised that this kid only got two games, Isaiah Stewart. Because, man, did you hear the PA announcer? Because we all know about the malice in the palace. The PA announcer, George, fans, stay in your seats. Yeah, fans, I mean, they're going to be not sensitive get to that. Yeah, right? they're going to be sensitive to that for right? sure. Although, but it, there was ne- – look, Jalen Rose was talking about this today because he was in the building um, mm-hmm. that, you know, um, for this game, uh, the Lakers game yesterday. And he basically said – he was sitting there with Ben Wallace and Rip Hamilton when he, as he tells the story. And he says there was never a time, even though the PA guy said that, which is the smart thing to do, uh, he said he never felt like by any stretch of the imagination that it was going to be anywhere near like the malice of the palace, <laughs> like that. It was just basically Isaiah Stewart just being really pissed off and fans just kind of like being um, in awe and enthusiastic about him just kind of going at it and just being like, whoa, I can't believe this is happening. Like yeah. that was more the reaction than that is the way he described it. I, I am trying to figure this out. I have been I've watched this video. I'm telling you 500 times trying to see where LeBron's elbow may have made contact with this kid's face because the blood didn't seem to immediately stream down. I've seen LeBron's backhand hit him directly in the mouth, so I understand the bloody mouth. I haven't been able to exactly figure out where his elbow or his forearm must have hit him in the cheek, but I had this thought that if you're a young guy and you're a second-year player in the NBA and LeBron James hits you and you're bleeding, that instead of losing your mind and trying to start a melee, you're like, oh my God, LeBron elbowed me. It hurts. I'm bleeding. He said he's sorry. That's LeBron. I had his posters on my wall. I'm going to go back to the, to the locker room, and that's the end of it. But this kid, in only his second year in the NBA, George, he wanted all the smoke, or a cor- at least his behavior suggested because he did have a chance to go face to face with LeBron if he wanted to throw right. he could have thrown he some I hands mean, right right that's my thing if you really wanted to go at him you had your chance way earlier than that you know totally um but but it made me think wow these young players rather than respecting who LeBron is to them well I, I, I know about that look I, I think plenty of guys respect LeBron I think that the, what happens is um you know, you get smacked in the face, bro. There's people are going to get pissed. And then all of a sudden, it, you see your like, – I, I, while I just said that if you wanted some smoke, you would have gone at it sooner, there are people in retrospect, as I think about it, that, like, see blood and then they see red. You know what I mean? Like, that. that's a little different. Um, so I, I can understand why he got more upset after seeing the blood. Maybe initially he was willing to let it kind of fly, um, and then all of a sudden he saw blood and then it was different. But – um, yeah, like, I, I don't think the respect factor comes into it when you're somebody hit you in the face. Like, I, I don't care. If Bob Costas hit me in the face, I'd probably want to punch him back. Even though I don't I know. I mean, if, if, if Jim Nance elbowed me to the no. cheek and I started cut, my, my, my cheek was bleeding, I'd be like, oh, my God, that hurts, and I'm bleeding. But it was, it was Jim Nance. Jim, I, I, you're apologizing. Okay, all right, it was an accident. I got it. This kid, 
it was almost as if it was like LeBron did that, and instead of just being like, okay, it happened, you know, it wasn't necessarily, I mean, at least he, he made the gesture of, oh, dude, I'm sorry. You know, that was LeBron's initial gesture, right? Yeah. Yeah, he did apologize immediately, yes. But the kid lost his mind. And I just got to say I was a bit surprised by it because I just kind of assumed, especially if you're a second-year player, you're like, that's no, LeBron bro, you, James. You're thinking way too hard now. Like, nobody thinks like that in the immediacy of it. I don't know. You're going after the number one star bro, in you your don't, game. You don't think about it like that. Like You just think, like, I just got hit in the face. I know, but if it was Russell Westbrook, I'm like, let's let's go. Let's throw hands. But if it's LeBron, I'm like, okay, hey, LeBron hit me. Okay, I got it. It's LeBron's league. I'm just uh, playing uh, in it. Lindsay. If somebody hits you in the face, are you like who's who's like the person that you like um, that that you respect the most? Or let's just say I don't know. Just give me somebody. Just off anybody. the top of my head, I would say like Ramona. Okay, Ramona. Ramona. If Ramona and you were playing, you know, you know, in some physical sport activity for like the station, and she popped you in the face, you probably wouldn't necessarily love her at that given moment. Is my guess. I think like my natural reaction would be to turn around and, you know, do the same thing back. I feel like it's like more of a reaction thing, right? Right. Right. Sorry, Momo. (laughs) (laughs) Hands to yourself, everybody. Everybody keep your hands to yourself. I guess what I'm just saying is, though, is that it's interesting to me because, again, you, you say I'm overthinking it. Maybe I am. I have a tendency to do that. But I just feel like LeBron is the NBA. He's the star of the league. Now, did he? What do you think, George? Did he? Did he do? Did LeBron hit the kid intentionally? Yeah, I think he. Um, I I think what their arms were locked, right? Like sometimes you do, um, when you're uh, you know jo- jockeying or jostling for position for a rebound at the free throw line, and LeBron went to swing his hand like, "Yo, get off me, bro!" And he swung with a back fist and hit him in the face. I think it was just as simple as that. D- dirty. I mean, maybe, you know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't be swinging your arms like that, like, with a closed fist. I mean, dirty, I don't know if it was dirty, but it certainly was intentional. Was intentional. Yeah, I think his intention was to get him off him, and he happened to have his fist closed um, and hit him. You know what I mean? So I think that the intent was to get the bleep off me, bro. I don't think it was, like, nice, but I don't think he meant to hit him in, like, the eye and cut him all up or whatever. Yeah. This kid, this guy, he could be an NFL running back. I realize he's 6'8", 250, Isaiah Stewart. But, man, the way he ran through coaches and players uh, like he wanted a piece, this is, you know, well after the fact. You know, they're kind of trying to calm him down. Uh, Man, he was running through the gauntlet of bodies on the court. Laura, if somebody smacks you in the face, aren't you, like, a little pissed off? Hell, yeah. doesn't matter who they are at that moment. No, because it's like Lindy said, it's not about who it is. It's the reaction that you do. It's just that flex reaction. So Cap saying that he wouldn't, I'm like, bruh, bye. No. Well, I'm just surprised only because, again, just my perception is LeBron is the king of the NBA. Young players in his second year in the NBA probably had LeBron's posters on the wall. LeBron hits him and he looks at him and he goes, oh, my God, LeBron just elbowed me. Now, I know we're playing and we're going toe-to-toe here and I got a job to do. But LeBron, LeBron just got me, and then he tried to essentially apologize, and uh-uh, no, I don't want an apology. But he had his chance. He, mm. You know, they, there was that pushing moment where they got face-to-face. If he wanted to take his chance and, and throw a punch and be the new version of the Detroit bad boys, then he had his shot to do it. 
I don't think it was that either. I think it's also like you just got hit in the face. You're a guy. It's your ego. You want to yeah, go back. Yeah, bro. Your ego's bruised. Yeah. I mean, you think way too much. This is why if you and I did do mm-hmm. that fight thing in, for charity, I would kick your ass. Because you, you'd be thinking about like, oh, well, if I hit him too hard, maybe on the show it'll uh, you know react a certain way or something. Well, I don't want to hurt you, George. I mean, I don't want you to get hurt. Yeah, I mean, that's just it. I mean, I don't want to hurt you. Like, do you think LeBron tried to hurt Isaiah? I don't want to hurt you, George. You would I don't get wanna, hurt. I don't want to cut your cheek. It's also different when there's competition going on. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. You played uh, sports. I, yeah, he played. I mean, you I know, were. A but I'm just telling you guys, I kind of had this thought like a younger guy would back down because it's oh LeBron. God. I don't think anyone ever thinks of that in the immediacy of any of that stuff. But we, listen, let, let's keep this rolling. We have uh, two chances at Million Dollar Mondays today. 445-545. Basically, here's the deal. Okay, 710 ESPN is the only station giving you a chance to win a million dollars. Make sure you're listening closely. We have two giveaways at 445 and 545. We'll ask you a trivia question related to the show. First person to answer correctly wins Rams tickets and a shot at a million bucks. The way you win a million bucks is if you win, uh, if you're the caller that wins, we're going to ask you for a Super Bowl prediction, the two teams and the score. And in February, if you nail it perfectly, if, if, if you nail the prediction, we're going to write you a check for a million dollars. That's it. But two chances to enter today, five, 445 and 545. All right. Coming up next, the Lakers are still struggling on the road despite the win yesterday. Frank Vogel thinks that this could be a seminal moment. We'll tell you what the coach had to say in a second. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. So down to Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. Don't forget Million Dollar Mondays. We got two giveaways today. So 445, 545. Basically, you got to listen to the show. We'll do a show trivia. If you are the first person to answer the trivia question correctly, you'll win Rams tickets and get a crack at the million dollars. Uh, so you got to listen at 445 to win, to get your chance to, to win. Uh, and then 545 as well. And basically, the million dollars, once you win the Rams tickets, we'll ask you for a Super Bowl prediction. You give us the two teams and the score for each team. And if you nail the prediction, we'll write you a check for a million dollars. It's really and You that know simple. what? You want to know something, George? Now, as we get later into the football season, those who win the opportunity later now, you have a better chance than those from earlier. Because let's Correct. face it, who can figure out the NFL? If, if I were to call today and I were to have a chance to say who my two Super Bowl teams would be, at this point, the NFL is so ridiculous, I can't figure it out on a week-to-week basis. I might take Detroit versus Jacksonville. Just no, I, for the I, goof. Because yeah, it's every week I can't figure it out. I think I know the league. I think I know the teams. And upsets happen. How does Tennessee, of all teams, lose to Houston? I mean, yeah, I do- mean, that's because Ryan Tannehill doesn't have Derrick Henry anymore. And that whole thing, that, that, that's all done. That whole Ryan Tannehill's good for a minute thing is over. Well, he didn't have Derrick Henry when the Titans came out and smashed the Rams. I can tell you that. Right, but that was the defense that really did that for him. Like it wasn't anything Ryan Tannehill did. No, I got you. I'm just saying it's just, it's hard to figure out the NFL every week major yeah. upsets. They had a lot of shocking. they had a lot of injuries Tennessee, including on the defensive side. So they that's it. Like you know that that'll happen. And the NFL uh, is is in theory supposed to be a league that's predicated on parity, right? So even the bad teams can win occasionally. Uh, let's go to Cassie in Redondo Beach. Cassie, what's up? 
I have a few questions, please. Sure. Number one, mm-hmm. do you know what is Russell Westbrook's favorite uniform? Is it the purple and gold, the gold and purple, the white, or the anthracite? Because I'm making a, a, a mascot, and I've got it most all the way done, but i got to put the uniform on it. I, I would guess he likes the purple, if I had to guess. That's just me. Okay. Number two, did he get a technical last He night? did. He did. He not. He did not know he got a technical, right. but he did. My guess is because he he threw up his hands, although yeah. he did not do anything with them. But, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He did. He did oh, put man. his hands okay. up, didn't he? Like he was getting ready for a hockey fight. Yeah, he yeah, got. He put he's his dukes my up. new favorite 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 player. I think I can live by 140 years next to him because he's such a laid back. He makes me laugh on his comments. <laughs> okay, number three. Yeah, that was a lousy yeah. call today on LeBron and um, Stewart. Only thing I want to care about is anybody making sure LeBron's drinking aloe vera juice all day, every day, like water, because that's what he needs. Okay. I mean, why? What is aloe vera juice going to do for him? It's going to soothe and coat and heal his insert stomachs all the time. It's absolutely fabulous. Yeah. And you guys Cassie, did you hear- call Mason in Ireland today? Yeah, I did, but I didn't get enough to say everything I wanted to say. Oh, okay. That's why, I'm just yeah. curious. Yeah. I just because right. I, I heard guys, I, yeah, I heard you, you earlier. You guys, you know, with your Chipotle, yeah, you guys need to go Chinatown and get some ch- po chai pills, P O C H I, because that's good on your stomach. And then yeah. we got. Well, I take probiotics, Cassie. I take. We got a guy I, I, that comes in. He's got a laser <laughs> acupuncture, which he needs to lay under. We got. We you know we got that, but I want to know that yeah. he's getting his. What about eggnog? Bit. What about eggnog, Cassie? Can we do eggnog since it's the holiday season? You know, put a little brandy yeah, in it. Yeah, but, you know, for LeBron, I want him to see, rather than water, I'd rather just let him drink as much as he wants. And you know what? With his Kool-Aid, get him his grape and his tropical punch if he wants to spice All right, it a Cassie. Little bit. Now we're done here. Thank let you. Appreciate it. I am lost on this phone call, George. I'm completely yep. lost on this call. Uh, Cassie, thank you for calling. Hey. You, I didn't understand no one thing of what was just said. For what Figured it's worth, that, it that's not how like the, the screening part went, just so you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> None of that was discussed when I screened the call. She wasn't a good one. <laughs> well, well as, as Mason generally says, the Sedano and Cap show is the Mason and Ireland postgame show, so she didn't get her comments all in in the main broadcast. She's getting her comments in in the postgame show. There you go, Mace. Fair enough. Uh, all right, let's go to who else? There was someone else, I'm sorry, on the line. Let me go. Oh, uh, Steven is in L.A. Steven, what's up? I want to give me some of that aloe vera juice. There. Yeah, bro, that aloe vera anyway, juice makes yeah, you it, it sounds like you're having a good time on the aloe vera juice Dude, there. No? You live to 140 sounds years good. right next yeah, to Russell Westbrook. Yeah, on a party on a Monday. Yeah, uh, Cap, I don't know what kind of submissive stuff you're into, but – if you get punched in the face, the only reaction is to want to punch back. That's that's called your id. That is your natural impulse, your survival instinct. Now, yes. I, some people are going to be able to walk that back sooner than others, you know, pull in the superego a little bit, and Isaiah had a hard time with that last night. But, uh, you know, seeing blood, he was literally seeing red. I don't blame him for getting mad. I think the LeBron suspension is – a little excessive. Honestly, if Isaiah didn't bleed, we'd probably be having a different conversation today. That's just my take. Yeah, no, I, I don't think that's that's inaccurate. I think the blood plays there, for sure. Yeah, and the aftermath of it all. And by the way, listen, here's what I'm trying to get at. Thank you, Steve. I, I think it's a bigger, a bigger thing. And listen, whether or not you, you buy what I'm selling, we can have this conversation. But here's what I'm thinking, George. Nobody's thinking that in real well, time. But let me, just, let me just say this, though. I guess what I'm really getting at is a bigger picture, which is this. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the Lakers don't just show up anymore with LeBron James and Anthony Davis and this retooled roster and guys who have name brands and so on. The Lakers don't just show up against bad teams like Detroit and have them just bow down and kiss the ring. You know, I feel like the fear factor and the respect factor is no longer there, which is great. I mean, listen, when when they're playing Golden State or Phoenix or Utah or Denver, you know, you're like, okay, these are competitive games. But when they're playing a really bad Detroit team with a lot of young players like this kid Isaiah Stewart, nobody was down on their knee kissing the ring. They were there to try and win. And when, when LeBron hit him, rather than him saying, hey, King, you hit me. Oh, hey, I know you, you apologized. It, it's okay, King. It was like, no, I will kick your freaking ass right here on this floor. Yeah, but again, you're doing this thing with like it's LeBron. It doesn't matter. It could have been anybody, and he probably would have reacted that way. You're right. What I'm saying is, is that you're saying is that people don't. You're trying to do this transitive property thing where people don't respect the Lakers right now because their their record isn't great. I don't think that has anything to do with that. I think it's just a dude got hit in the face. He saw his blood and he saw red and he wanted to kick someone's ass. Yeah, but it was LeBron's ass who he wanted to kick. Okay, but that has nothing to do with the Lakers' record. (laughs) No, it doesn't have anything to do with the Lakers' record. But what it does have to do with, in my opinion, is that there is no fear factor A, and there's no respect factor B. And and listen. I'm not saying there should be. I'm just saying that that's the way I've perceived it. Like, hey, it's LeBron. It's his league. I play in his league. You know, and I'll just, I'll just sit here and be submissive. You know, I'll, I'll kowtow to the king. I like the fact. I think you're missing what I'm saying. I like the fact that Isaiah Stewart was like, oh, no, I don't care if it's Russ. I don't care if it's AD. It happens to be the so number you're one saying, star of our league. Let, let, let me do this. Let, let's do it this way, okay? You're basically telling me, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that if uh, Kevin Harlan, who you love, I love Kevin Harlan, punched you right in the face, yeah, and he said, "Oops, sorry, it was an accident." Okay, and he backfisted you in the face. Okay, you you guys were jockeying for position at the TSA line in mm-hmm. the airport. Okay, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know you're leaving your assignment, right? Mm-hmm, right? And he backfists you in the face, right? Accident or not, mm-hmm. you're not going to be bothered by that. No, I would be bothered by it. I would be okay. very bothered by it. Okay. But I'd also look at it and I go, "That's Kevin Harlan." You know, I could pick him up over my head and throw him a hundred feet right out of the ring. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to do that because I love him and I respect him, and I know that it was just an right, accident. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, in this case, but here's the thing. See, the, yeah. you just made a very interesting point. If it was an accident, you see, I don't think what LeBron did yesterday was accidental. Okay, let's talk about that more on the other side then, okay. because we didn't get to Frank Vogel's comments after the game, which I also thought were like. Hopeful and wishful thinking is what I would call them. Let's do that next. Plus, we'll get into the Chargers and their big win yesterday. A little more on UCLA and USC this hour. And don't forget, Million Dollar Mondays, we're going to give you a chance to win at 445. So about 20 minutes from now. Stick around. We're back in three minutes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, 
visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Oh, there's no question you're Buzz Lightyear if you're anyone on this show. <laughs> on the, I, see, I agree. I don't think I'm a Woody. I think I'm more of a Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, you know, launching yourself into things, basically. Yes. Well, you know, you got nice wings, you know, you got protective outfit, you know, kind of gear on. Yeah. So if you're Buzz Lightyear, you feel indestructible, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely more Buzz, I would say. Um, By the way, I have an update on your towel thingy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me. Uh, She liked it. Mm -hmm. It uh, was better than the, the things, the ones she was using previously. There you go. So See, that, that was, a, uh, I would say, an endorsement. I think so. Listen, these are my friends. The name of their company is Volo, V-O-L-O, Volo Beauty. And if you're looking for something really fun this holiday season, I'll tell you right now, guys, this is the gift that we'll uh, keep on giving, if you know what I'm saying, because ladies love this, and they use it all the time. And every time they use it, they'll be like, what a great gift you gave me. And you'll be like, yeah, that's because I was listening to Sedano and Cap. Cap gave them to all the ladies. They all loved them, and that's how I got them. So there you go. There you go. Very good, uh, Kelly Sedano. I hope your your hair dried fast, and I hope you felt really good about it. Nice, George. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So let's let's get to this Frank Vogel sound. Laura, do you have the sound that I was referring to earlier? And by the way, it's Million Dollar Monday, so four forty five and five forty five today because we didn't have a show last Monday, so we got two double. We got to double up today. Uh, all right. So Vogel after the game, right? Like Lakers mm-hmm. win, they come back down fifteen. Uh, you know, we've all we've done is talk about the fight today, but they come back down 15. It, it's it look, it's a good win. You know, you're down 15 in the fourth quarter. It's a good win. Now, I love Frank. I I respect Frank a ton. You know how I feel about him. Um, I feel like he's getting too much grief, which we can get to a little later. But he said something in the post game that I hope he's right, and I think he's hoping he's right too. Take a listen. To me, it's one of those things that can change the momentum of your season, you know, to see guys rally around uh, a teammate that, that just got ejected like that, you know, in a, in a strange circumstance. Played with incredible guts, started the fourth quarter down 15. You know, that's, a term, that's the determination that this, this team is going to need. So you're not, you're not buying that, huh? I'm... Okay, let me, let me say this. Let me say this to you. You always tell me, that all my talk about team chemistry and personalities and locker room, you call it, if, as I get it right. Existential mu- mumbo jumbo. Right. I, the existential part I was not going to bring in, but mumbo jumbo was the phrase that I remember. When you say that to me, that you think all this team chemistry stuff is a bunch of mumbo jumbo, I couldn't disagree more. And I'll tell you this, George. Yeah, the Pistons aren't a very good team. They were 4-11 and yesterday. And yeah. They had a big lead in this game. But when LeBron is attacked, if you will, and everybody else on this team, coaches and players, as AD said, all 15 of our guys, they were not coming after our brother. Not only did we stand up for one of our teammates, like the leader of our team, but we also came back 
from a big deficit, granted against a very bad team. I agree with AD. I agree with Frank Vogel. And I think this is going to go down as one of the defining moments of this season, where if the season is a success, you're going to look back at this game in Detroit on a Sunday afternoon, and you're going to go, that was the game where everything flipped because they were floundering in mediocrity. And you know what? In that one moment where LeBron threw the, the, his hand and the kid got hit and the kid went crazy going after him, we all galvanized as a team. We won the game, and it propelled us into the future. I agree with these guys. You may call it existential mumbo-jumbo. I don't know what existential means, but I don't think it's mumbo-jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Comment, please. Give me feedback. Let me hear some reaction. I like the word mumbo-jumbo. Yeah, I don't know if it's two words, if there's a dash in between the mumbo and the jumbo. I'm not really sure. I, I think it's just two separate words is it the is, way okay. I would prefer right. it, so or, or the way I would describe it. But, um, I mean, existential is make, basically you know implying that something is a thing. Um, oh. So... Uh, we, 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 something that's not tangible, like that, like this, right? Like chemistry, like we can't quantify it, basically. Um, look, I, I think chemistry matters, but I think it matters on the floor. Like, I don't think it needs to... Like, I've seen plenty of teams, Cap, who really like each other, but it doesn't make their performance that much better. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I think chemistry is cre- is, is created... By winning, not the other way around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you win, of course you're going to have good chemistry. Because that, uh, who's not going to be in a good mood if you're winning? But if you're losing, that's when chemistry goes south. Because, yeah, it, 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 you could, again, you could all like each other at the beginning of the season. This Laker team, all they talked about, six future Hall of Famers, blah, blah, blah. But if they keep this particular squad together, they're not winning a championship. Because they can't defend. They give up 130 points. 130 points Correct. to Boston Correct. in the game previous to this one. Okay? Right. But, but, that, but see. I don't care how good their chemistry is, how much they like each other. It's not going to matter. But my thing with Frank Vogel is, and I, I, I think he's being hopeful. And I hope he's right, and I'm wrong. He's been coaching for 15 or 20 years. I'm just some schmuck who's been talking for 15 or 20 years. But I've seen it too many times where, yeah, I mean, there's you could point to a moment, but... I don't know if a win in Detroit is going to do that, you know? Well, I'm not sure that it really matters if it was Detroit or Golden State. It doesn't really matter, in my opinion, because this was a time where the leader of your team was physically attacked and the other team's guy was losing his mind and coming after our leader. Okay, so now what do we as his teammates and as his brothers have to do? We got to step up. And it's like Russell Westbrook, hands up, ready to roll. You know, you want to get down? Let's do it. And so Russell was ready. AD was ready. Carmelo brought everybody together and said, hey, come on, let's go. This is, this is the time. They came after our leader. We're down 15. We got to come back here. And I just think that moments like these, even against a bad team like Detroit, can be a turning point, a defining moment in a season. All right, let's go to Joe uh, in the OC. Joe, what's up? What do you think? Hey, how are you? Can you hear me? Good. Yeah, Jim, yeah good, up, buddy. Man? What do you got? 
Hey, let's the show real quick. Yeah, the only thing I think with Cap, just, uh, you know, in his assessment of the situation of the reaction, is as a former professional athlete, the moment you step on that court, I'm better than you. It doesn't matter if you're the worst professional athlete out there. You get on that court, LeBron, I'm better than you. So there isn't kissing the ring when you're in the game. Um, and I think that's probably part of his reaction, too. It's, it's not LeBron. It's just, hey, I'm the best player on this court, and you just pushed me. Yeah, there's there's definitely some of that. I don't think there's any question. I mean, especially in basketball, uh, Joe, and thank you for the call, where there's only 450 guys basically in the league, you know, at a given time. So um, I think that could be part of it. Let me let me sneak in Ray and Irvine. Ray, what's up? Hey, so I'm looking at this, you know, LeBron probably got what he should have gotten one game. But Isaiah Stewart, I think that's where they should have given him a few more games than just two. Really? Because I agree. Really? The, the way he I acted, mean he created a fiasco he, I, right. I agree but right. I don't know. Yeah. I mean I mean he was on the heels of the anniversary of the malice in the palace and to even go there and just the awareness that he should um, he, he's also game. getting fined pretty heavily though and he doesn't make that much money I don't think and maybe um I'm, I'm also thinking LeBron should have probably lost his uh his endorsement for what is it that calm app or <laughs> no it's so funny you say that so it's so funny you say that i saw that commercial last <laughs> night when i was watching sports center yeah. and i was thinking yeah. to myself maybe that's what isaiah stewart should have needed and yeah. i wanted to tweet it but my phone was already on the charger and i didn't want to get up out of bed and i was like i eh, forget it well you know the other part of it is is Russell westbrook call. i mean now that russell westbrook is a banker now that yeah. he's an advisor to a bank, I mean, that is not banker behavior where you put up your hands and you're ready to throw Dukes. I was That is so funny you say that because I was thinking the exact same thing. LeBron promotes this Calm app, and Russell Westbrook promotes the fact that he's an advisor to a bank. This yeah. is not banker behavior that we're talking yeah. about right here. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Isaiah Stewart has fined $950,000. That's a huge fine. Where does <laughs> that like come that from? Yeah, um, I don't know what the I, I could text someone at the league and find out what the logic behind that was, but um, that's How a lot can of money. Find that much money and only be suspended two games. In other words, if you told me, look, he suspended twenty games and he loses a million dollars, I go, okay, it's twenty games, but it's two games and he's a second year player. So yeah, he's I only making three. I mean, he only makes three and three point seven. So they're gonna they're gonna find the guy a 25%? third of his a little almost a third of his salary is gone. Yeah, it's crazy. I I got to understand that. Somebody's gonna have to explain that. I, one. I'll text someone in the league now and just find out. Please do. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's take a quick break. We got more people who want to chime in on all this, and and I'm curious. Are, do you agree with Vogel? Do you agree with Vogel? This is some galvanizing moment. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Speaking of galvanizing, could that be the case for the Chargers? We'll get to that coming up in just a second. And it's Million Dollar Mondays. So next segment, we're going to play a trivia question for you or ask a trivia question for you. And you got to answer it. First person that gets it will win Rams tickets and then get a crack at the Million Dollar uh, competition, which basically is you giving us your two teams in the Super Bowl and the score for both teams. And in February, if you nail the prediction, we're giving you a million dollars. It's that simple. So that's coming up next. Make sure you line up for that at 877-710-ESPN as well. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Is it Travis's birthday today? Is that what he yeah. just said? Yeah, yep. it was plastered all over Twitter today. Cakes I haven't been studio. on social media very much today. so I'm Yeah, sorry. man. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Travis. Travis. I hope uh, your taste buds came back after all that Howling Rays you had the other day. Because I feel like Laura was out of commission for like hours. Okay, not hours. Let's not get it twisted. I mean, it was, like it, it 30 was a while. Minutes, 30 it was minutes. A lot, no, 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 no. no. My Mexican card don't need to be revoked today. Okay, I have finally no. got it back. <laughs> you, you, you were, you were, you were out of commission for a while. Right. An yeah, hour. When you necesitan leche, that is un problema. See? I mean, I, mean, I understood what you said. <laughs> But and I think people understood what you said, but it wasn't anywhere near the right conjugation of the <laughs> verbs and the adjectives and all that stuff. Yes. Well, it's, it's, when you need milk, it's a problem. That's yeah, what he meant. To that say, is yes. Hebraic Spanglish, is what that yeah. is right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, real quick, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Here's the deal: it, it, we're doing two million dollar Monday giveaways because we weren't on last Monday. Uh, so this is how it works: we're gonna give away Rams tickets if you answer the trivia question correctly. Uh, we're obviously do completely different trivia questions now and at five forty five. And then if you win, you uh, you will get the tickets immediately, and then you give us a Super Bowl prediction, the two teams, and the score for the two teams. And in February, if you nail the prediction, we're stroking you a check for a million bucks. That's Good luck. So, Good luck trying to figure this out. Uh, all right, out. so the question is, who did Cap want to hear from about the hair towel that he gave away? Who did Cap want to hear from today uh, about the hair towel that he gave to all the, the ladies associated with the program? So uh, hit us up at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We'll get to that in just one second. But real quick, uh, not your daddy's Chargers, Scott Kaplan. I know that you are kind of painted as a villain when it comes to the Chargers. But I'll say this. I feel like that that's a game the Chargers would have lost pre-Justin Herbert growing up, basically, for lack of a better phrase. That's a game that the Chargers have lost in the Justin Herbert era already. Uh, when you have a lead of 24-10, and then as you know, you get into the fourth quarter, the score was 27, uh, t- like 27-10 going into the fourth quarter, and you give up 27 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. You find yourself losing games like those until – you make a spectacular pass. I don't know what the Pittsburgh defense is doing. Now, granted, uh, you know, I saw Snoop Dogg on the postgame interview last night, and it's true. The Steelers are missing their top defensive end, T.J. Watt. They're missing one of their top corners in Joe Hayden. They're missing one of their safeties in Minka Fitzpatrick. So they're missing three really critical parts of their defense. But as Mike Tomlin said after the game, you know, can't use injuries as an excuse we had to go out there and play with the bodies that we had available to us and explain, I mean, somebody, how can Mike Williams, as talented as a player as that kid is, how can he be left alone with two minutes and change to go in the game and the Chargers down by whatever it was at the time? Uh, so, really, uh, incredible. It was 37-34 at the time, just to, to make sure we're clear. But they've lost games like this before George you got to give them credit they, I, they I am giving them like credit this. are you willing to give them credit you're the one who re- who revokes their credit well I am the card carrying member and president of the Charger hater Club 
However, that all being said, I love a guy like Austin Eckler because I love a story like that as an undrafted free agent who winds up scoring four touchdowns. And Can you answer the question? Don't give me the, the it's, resume it's, of the player. Answer the damn well, question well, already. How, how good was the Lakers win yesterday against Detroit? Eh. Yeah, okay, well, that's the same for the Chargers because Pittsburgh is... Is it? Eh, yeah. Yeah, Pittsburgh's eh. I mean, they, they aren't good. that great, oh, but they're not the Detroit Pistons. The Pistons are going to be arguably the worst team in the league this year. Okay, they're not the worst team in the league, Pittsburgh. But as you well know, Ben Roethlisberger was out last week. And question marks about, yeah. And he's washed. And there were question marks about whether or not he was going to play. And, and the, the, the Steeler defense comes in down three of their most important players, including their number one most important player in T.J. Watt. And so, look, did the Chargers come up big last night? Yeah. Was it on national television? Yes. Will you all of a sudden start hyping them up? Yes, you will. I will not. Okay. Hater. But I can, but I, but I, yes, hater. Yes. I mean, you, you, I'm not even like doing that facetiously. You've no. already said you are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Total hater. Um, but, but that all being said, Credit to him because that's the kind of game when you give up 27 points in the fourth quarter, you wind up losing. Credit yes. to him for finding a way to win. Yeah. I mean, it was freaky the way all it, it all happened, too. You know what I mean? As, as it all unfolded. But, all right, let's go to the phones. Uh, it is Million Dollar Mondays. We normally do it 545, but we weren't on last Monday, so we got to do two today. So I did the trivia question. Um, the trivia question was – I want to make sure I read it properly. Uh, who did Cap want to hear from about the hair towel he gave away? Uh, so feel free to hit us up. Chris and Camarillo is first. Chris, who is it? Man, um, you guys all Oh, you can't curse, no bro. <laughs> I know that was one of those Come weird on. curses, too, where, like, you, you, you're just saying it and you don't even think twice about it, you know? Yeah, he cursed, but he didn't curse at us. He cursed because he was, like, comfortable. It yeah. was like a transitionary word, sort mm. of, yeah. you know? He was like, bleep, man, I don't even know, you know, right. like, yeah. yeah. Then listen. Yeah. <laughs> Don't curse. When you come on the air, can you do everybody a favor and not curse? Yeah. Otherwise, right. you got no chance for a million dollars. Correct. Who did Cap want to hear from about the hair towel he gave away uh, today? Because he had heard from – he had given away three hair towels, one person that uh, hadn't uh, responded yet. Who was the person he wanted to hear from? Robert in Thousand Oaks. Um, I'm guessing Amanda. No. It's a great guess. It's a great guess. It really is. It is a great guess. Yeah. It is a great guess, but it and wasn't. She's her. actually next, by the way. She's it's the wrong. one who I would like to hear from next. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hector in L.A. Hector, who? Hector. Yeah. Yeah, what's up? Hector, who did yeah, Cap want to hear from about the hair towel today? From Mr. Sedano, Mr. Sedano. Correct. That is correct. From Mrs. Sedano, we did finally hear from her. That is correct. Yeah, uh, baby. He Hector, yeah. congratulations. You win Rams-Jags tickets, and now I need your Super Bowl prediction um, first of all, before that, what's your last name, Hector? Loera. Noera? Yeah, Loera. L -L oh, Loretta. Loretta. Got it. Okay. Come so, on, Hector. Hector Loretta in Los Angeles. All right. Give me your Super Bowl prediction. Give me the two teams and the final score between the two teams, the, you know, the, the score for each team. If you okay. nail this prediction, okay, if you get the two teams and the score between the two teams, right, each individual score for each team, we will stroke you a check for a million dollars. So there's a lot riding on this. So go ahead and All tell right. us the two teams and the two scores. Okay, I'm going to go Rams. Rams 31, Patriots 24. Ooh, I like Ooh. that. I like so Patriots I. especially because that's one that we haven't heard yet. Right. So See, exactly right. That's exactly what I would do. Patriots, and I, I listen, you're taking the Rams. 
I would stay away from the Rams because everybody else has already taken them. I would have taken like Arizona or even better. How about Tampa Bay versus New England? You love your boyfriend, Tom Brady. Hector, good luck. Hector Loretta in Los Angeles. You win the Rams-Jags tickets. Uh, You got Rams 31, Patriots 24 in the Super Bowl. Good luck, brother, and thank you for listening. We're going to put you on hold, okay? Thanks, guys. All All right. right. Way to go, Hector. Yeah, Tom Brady went walking into the stadium tonight, George. You know, you're not supposed to wear white after, is it Memorial Day or is it Labor Day? Which one is it? Uh, it's Labor Day. You okay. definitely should wear white after Memorial Day. It's okay. the summer. Okay, well, I always screw those two holidays up. Tom Brady walked in tonight, white jeans, white T-shirt, like a khaki-looking coat, looking absolutely Well, he lives money. in Florida. I mean, it's a little different. So. Well, I'm just telling you, he looked really sharp. You can sharp. get away with that in certain places. I think Tom's going to bring his A-game. He brought his A-game wardrobe walking into the, into the stadium. I think he's going to bring his A-game on the field. Well, tonight. I mean, they're playing the Giants, so they should win this one fairly easily. I know, but Aren't they like 17-point favorites or something know, like but that? but who can figure it out? How does Tennessee lose to Houston? Explain this to me, George Sedano. I mean, I mean it's the NFL. It's just NFL stuff. That's how it works. So, All right, coming up next. We were talking about Frank Vogel, and I wanted to ask the que- I asked the question. He basically said yesterday's game could galvanize the team; that this could be the game that jumpstarts them. Are you I buying agree. that? Eight seven 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 ten ESPN cap is. Um, also, my guy Vogel, who I and he is my guy. All right, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'll be honest. You guys know that. All right, he's on a watch list, and it's not a good one. I'll explain what that means coming up in just a second. But first, let me tell you about my friends at Valvoline. Listen, guys, it's very simple, right? Is your vehicle due for service? Well, go to your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change for over 30 years. Valvoline has provided quick and convenient services for your car for busy people just like you. No dragging the kids to the dirty waiting room at Valvoline. You stay in your car nice and safe while the experts make sure your ride's in peak performance. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Pull up, drive in, and drive out in about 15 minutes. Visit their website, SoCalOilChange.com, for locations and game-winning coupons. All right, we got what you need to know. We're going to get to this Vogel conversation. I want to hear from you guys. Do you believe that game can galvanize them and, you know, bring them all together, and that will be the win that we'll look back on and say, that was where the season turned or are you not buying it because Detroit was 4-11 and 11 going into the game? 877-710-ESPN. What you need to know in between, 710-ESPN. Back in three minutes.